the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for the Your Personal Bank Show with Ferrets Toth, financial literacy educator and speaker, entrepreneur, and chairman of the board of a bank in formation. Take charge of your financial future with Your Personal Bank. Now here's Ferrets Toth. Welcome to the Your Personal Bank Show. Folks, I've had some time to digest the three landmark Supreme Court decisions that have occurred recently, and one state, New York State Supreme Court decision. And what I have to say is, I never thought I would see this in my lifetime. I am so proud to be a citizen of this country because things have happened recently through these court decisions that make me believe that the future of this country is bright. And you know, many of you who've been listening to this show for a while know that I am an advocate for freedom for many reasons. Uh, my, I'm a first-generation immigrant. My dad escaped from the Soviets, from Hungary, in the Hungarian Revolution. Uh, I served in the military myself, partially to support uh, the freedom, protect the freedoms that this country provided to me and the rest of us. And I've always thought it was it's of supreme importance, the freedoms that we have. And some people ask me all the time, why on a financial show? a primarily focused financial show. Do you talk about freedom so much? Folks, it has everything to do with our ability ability to earn money, keep money, grow it, pass it on to others. Economic freedom, folks, is equally as important and is tied into all our other freedoms that our Constitution in this country provides for us. I, I, I can't stress this strongly enough. It's supremely important. If you don't get the connection, please do. It's of utmost importance. And look, if you are tuning in to learn more about your personal bank concept and how to take control of your money and navigate this financial hurricane we're dealing with right now, I'm not going to talk about that much in this show because this is so important. But if you do want more information on that, by all means, go to yourpersonalbank.com. You can listen to this or any of the previously recorded shows and learn more about Again, how to take control of your money and how the personal bank concept works. But today, I am, I'm almost at a loss of words. I'm almost overwhelmed because I've been railing on the federal government becoming too powerful and taking over our lives. And every time the government takes a power, it takes it away from the people for decades now. And the Supreme Court and the New York State Supreme Court, actually, in the past week or so, have issued a series of landmark rulings that are giving the power back to the people and to the states, which is exactly what the Constitution states. The Tenth Amendment of the Constitution says that all the rights that are not enumerated in the Constitution are reserved to the states or the people. I am so thankful we have justices on the Supreme Court, a majority of them now, finally, 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 actually read 
and apply the Constitution. That's what the three branches of government is all about, the balance of powers. It's so no one branch or, or the government in general becomes too powerful. That is, the, if you look at the history of mankind, governments tend to take power, take control, no matter what type they are. Our founding fathers understood that. They had, they studied history. They're some of the most brilliant people. They understood this and gave us this system of government. Folks, it's not democracy. Please, be, let's be clear on this. We are a representative, representative republic, and minority rights are protected in the Constitution. In fact, that is the purpose of the Senate. It was because, if you read the Federalist documents and the history of how this came together, that's why we have the two houses, the House and the Senate in Congress, because the smaller states were afraid that the larger states, more populous states, would dominate. So that way, it was the compromise of having one house based on population and the other based on two representatives per state. Again, equal representation. It's what the 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 found uh, I should say the the Revolutionary War was really ba based upon no uh, taxation without representation. And and I don't know about you, but I have felt for years now, increasingly felt that I had really little or no representation, particularly from our federal government, not doing the things that the majority of Americans wanted or what was beneficial to them. But let's get to the the monumental decisions, what it means. What does it mean? I believe, you know, when COVID happened and the shutdowns happened, that fired me up. I was not political prior to that. That's what opened my eyes. I've been seeing that across the board, across the country, talking to people who were not very political. You know, we were raising our families, doing our bit, building our businesses, our careers, whatever. You know, just living our lives. We would vote. And then we go back to living our lives and, and assume everything was pretty much okay. And, well, this past election and COVID shutdowns and the overreach the government did woke a lot of people up, including myself. We've come to recognize that this is the challenge of our day, of our generation, that if we didn't stand up and fight for our freedoms, we were going to lose them. And the parents, it started with the parents when the FBI uh declared them as, uh, what, domestic terrorists because they didn't like what schools were teaching them and they were complaining to school boards. And I said back then, that was a mistake. You don't attack parents, okay? Particularly when it comes to their kids and their kids' lives. This is important, and that's where it started. And it's continued to build in momentum. And now the Supreme Court has given us three landmark decisions, all of them, one involving the First Amendment, religious freedom, if you haven't heard the coach from Bremerton, I have clients in Bremerton, Washington. I know that area. It's a nice area. It's not pretty conservative for the most part. But here's the thing. You have a coach who was just praying after the games, and he was fired because of it. He was, and the Supreme Court basically determined, because you have a religious belief, and you want to exercise that religious belief without coercion, coercion of other people, you're allowed to do that. There's been too much of, there. there's no question, any rational person cannot disagree that there has been an attack, particularly on religious freedoms, and not just all religion, but particularly Judeo-Christian religions. There's been a huge attack on that. And the Supreme, stood up, Supreme Court stood up and said, no, 
That's a First Amendment right. The government cannot be actively pushing that down. Okay, that is so awesome. So somebody can express how they feel, what they believe, whether you believe it or not, or agree with it or not. That is the freedoms our First Amendment provides to us. And that is completely awesome, I believe. Second Amendment. The uh, Supreme Court came down and basically said you couldn't put extra restrictions on, on gun ownership. You know, New York was had put on all kinds, in lots of states, frankly, all kinds of extra rules. And the Second Amendment said the rights to carry firearms is not to be infringed. And the, guess what? The Supreme Court read the Constitution and agreed. Amazing. Amazing. That, to me, again, it's about our freedoms, folks. And why is this so important? Again, economic freedom, our ability to grow money. Access money, spend it, pass it on the next generation is all tied into our freedom. So it's why this country has the opportunities it has. It's why it's the land of opportunity, because we have the freedom to do these things. You don't believe this? Look at the lockdowns they had in Australia. They took the guns away and then they locked everybody down. They had the military out on you if you left your house. Do we want to live in that kind of society? I don't. I don't. And then, of course... As, as most everybody knows, unless you've been living under a rock, the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade, or overturned Roe, I should say. And I know there's a lot of disinformation out there, a lot of people screaming that abortion is not, abortion. They did, the Supreme Court did not eliminate abortion. Sadly, from a personal standpoint, we're going to see some states like California, New York, and such expand abortion. There'll be more abortions in there, more availability. And others, there'll be less. But what the Supreme Court did is they said, look, it's not in the Constitution. It's not in our purview. It's not in the federal government's purview. They actually read the Tenth Amendment and said those enumerated powers not listed in this Constitution are reserved for the states or the people. So what did the Supreme Court do? They said it's not our purview. It's not in our wheelhouse. It goes back to the states. So now the states can decide. Guess what? The people and the states are going to get to decide what to do in regards to abortion, whether you agree with it or not. It's not about abortion, and I know it's highly controversial. I know it's highly emotional. I understand that. But please understand the importance of what the Supreme Court did with these three decisions. They basically supported individual freedoms that are spelled out in the First and Second Amendment of the Constitution and versus on regarding Roe, they said, this is not in our purview. In other words, they, they exercised restraint. We have had a federal government, a court system, that for decades has just trampled over the Constitution and grabbed more and more and more power. And, it's, and when they do that, again, it takes power away from us individuals. Finally, 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 I never thought, again, I never thought I'd see it in my lifetime, but I kept hoping, I kept praying and hoping that it would happen, that, that we would actually have justices and a court system that would restrain themselves, that would actually follow the Constitution and give the power where it's supposed to be. Now, I understand there's a lot of, a lot of angst. There's a lot of people that are against this. But here's what you need to understand. We are a representative republic, as I stated earlier. If the power belongs with the states and the people, in most cases, 
the federal government have very, has very limited powers. And what I hope to see, this is where my hope is, is that this is the beginning of a movement back towards the freedoms that our revolutionary soldiers and our founders fought for. That's been slowly eroded away, particularly over the last number of decades, that we see a swing back. And this is the beginning of it. I'm hoping this is the beginning because if we see a renaissance of freedom in this country, oh my gosh, do you realize the innovation, the opportunities, the advancement of everything positive you can think of and the improvement of the economy just by getting the government out of the way? Do you realize the benefits that we would get to live and experience as a country? And literally, it would benefit the entire world that we and our kids and our grandchildren would get to experience. I don't think we can even imagine how powerful that could be if we could just release this innovation, these opportunities, instead of dictating and dominating from the top. I'm going to share more of this and why I think this is so important. But if you want to contact me to how to take control of your money, control your future, contact me at toll-free 866-268-4422 or yourpersonalbank.com. For more information on your personal bank, feel free to contact Ference at yourpersonalbank.com. Back to the Your Personal Bank Show with Ference Toth. Welcome back to the Your Personal Bank Show. And you heard me in the first segment. You already know I'm pretty excited today. The three landmark Supreme Court decisions recently giving freedoms, both the First Amendment, Second Amendment, and overturning Roe. In other words, bringing the, the discussion or the, the uh, rules for abortion back to the states, giving the power back to the states, are the biggest events and, re and restriction of federal power and upholding individual and state power I've seen in my lifetime. This is the biggest positive event I have seen, and I'm hoping that this can be the beginning of a renaissance of freedom for our country, for our individual people, and so that each state can start ruling themselves the way they see fit, which is the federalist design. We are a representative Republican. Republic. That's what the founding fathers intended and how the, how the Constitution is structured. The Supreme Court showed restraint. I have to give them credit. I hope that continues. We will see a renaissance of freedom if this does. We'll say, see a curtailing, a or, uh, this encroachment of the federal government growing and growing and more and more powerful will start to reverse itself. That's the best thing that could happen for, our, for this country and for individual people. And if, if you don't believe that freedom is important, understand economic freedom is tied into all of this, all of these freedoms. Our ability to grow, save money, grow it, pass it on to the next generation is all wrapped up in our freedoms, folks. But if you don't think a overarching federal government, overpowerful government is, is, is a problem, just look to COVID shutdowns. Ask any small business owner that had their business shut down in my opinion, unconstitutionally because of a quote-unquote emergency. You know, their livelihood, in many cases, was altered or completely destroyed. Okay? Let me give you another one. An overarching government 
action. Any rational person understands that if you restrict supply of energy, you're going to increase the price of energy. It's basic economics 101, supply and demand. Reduce supply, you're going to increase prices, which is the number one cause for inflation because energy impacts everything. We have a government, federal government in particular, who's taken a policy, a stance of reducing supply. And that is impacting this country and Americans with record inflation. Is that not an impact? See, again, I believe we have a current president and administration who unconstitutionally shut down pipelines. What right do they have to do that? That was a private enterprise. Really, help me understand that. No one is, in, I've, I've read some articles in constitutional scholars who, who, who agree. I'm not a constitutional scholar, but it sure seems to me that that was completely unconstitutional. And, and, and let's face it, what kind of country do we have where a president or any political leader for that matter can go in on a project where billions of dollars were invested in investors' monies by the way, many times pension funds and average Americans' money, and they just come down and shut it down because for whatever political reason they see benefits them. How is that constitutional? How is that a right or a power of the federal government? Where is that in the Constitution that they're allowed to do that? And while we're there, why do we even have a federal department of education? Is there anywhere in the Constitution where the federal government has the right or any involvement, should have any involvement in education? You know, I, when I read the uh, 10th Amendment, it says any rights not enumerated, and education is not enumerated. By the way, neither is health care. Those rights are reserved to the states or the people. Why are not the states managing health care? Education. See, these are the things, and that would take away, here's the thing, it would take away power from the federal government. That's a good thing, folks. That's a good thing. Remember what I've been saying for years on this show, probably the most quoted thing I get from listeners. The federal government has no money. In fact, none of the governments have any money. The only money they get is from taxpayers or printing more, which creates more inflation, which affects all of us, okay? My point is, if we have a Supreme Court that's finally changing the direction of federal power and starting to reduce that federal power and at the same time upholding individual freedoms, whether it's religious rights, whether it's gun rights, whatever it may be, irregardless of how you feel about those freedoms, that is a good thing. We all have more freedom. Look, if you want to change the rules, then change, do an amendment to the Constitution. But that's the one we have for now, right? And there's a lot of people who've gotten increasingly frustrated, again, by the direction of our current administration in particular, because something I've read, uh, polls showing somewhere around upwards of 80% now, believe that this country is going the wrong direction. And, uh, and so there's increasing frustration because they just think they're not listening. They're not, they're not being representative. They're not representing us, are they? They're doing their own thing, their own agenda, right? Well, by allowing states to be states, you have you can have 50 different states doing 50 different things. That relieves the pressure cooker, folks. 
that is the solution for this country. We're not, we're a very, the left talks about how diverse we are as far as the way we look and all that stuff and, and genetics and the color of our skin and all that. But when it comes to political beliefs, they hate diversity. They want the radical left and particularly they want conformity. They want everybody to do things, think the way they do and do the things they want to have done. And folks, they want that because they want power. Okay. That's the bottom line. Let's just bottom line it. But that's not practical in a country this big and this diverse. We have a significant number of diverse political beliefs and educational beliefs and faiths and yes, culture and all those things. By allowing the different states, and let's let's be real, there's no, you know, how many times we talk about California pushing to make Texas be more like California, but you don't see Texas pushing to be make California more like Texas. Texas just wants to be left alone and be do their thing, and California needs to leave them alone. But that's what they want. They want more power. Well, the Supreme Court just took some of that away, and I applaud that. That's awesome. And that's going to be a good thing, like I said, for our country, for individual freedoms, for opportunities. Yes, folks, for economic opportunities. Think of the innovations. Think of the economy that we could have if we just got the federal government out of the way. Think of the innovations that we could have. The things that made, many of the things that made our country great. The things, why are people illegally coming to this country. I, I don't blame them. I understand why. This is still, with all the problems we have, with the warts that we have, it's still the land of opportunity. And folks, what I'm excited about is it could easily, going, going forward, become that more so. We just got to get this current administration out of the way. They either need to change their tune or get them out of the way. So remember, <laughs> November, your vote makes a difference. And we're going to talk about that a little bit more in the next segment. I would encourage you to stay tuned on that. But again, if you want to learn more about your personal bank, how you can take control of your money, reduce your taxes, reduce your market risk, navigate this economic hurricane we're in, contact me at toll-free 866-268-4422 or yourpersonalbank.com. Again, 866-268-4422. For more information on your personal bank, feel free to contact Ference at yourpersonalbank.com. Back to the Your Personal Bank Show with Ference Toth. Well, welcome back to Your Personal Bank Show. And if you can't tell, I'm excited. Wow, it's a momentous time. Again, the three landmark Supreme Court decisions recently supporting our freedoms, both our First and Second Amendment rights, and putting overturning Roe and putting the decision back on the states where it belongs, where it should have been all along, according to the Constitution. The fact that we have a Supreme Court, a majority of the justices at least, actually doing their job, which is it states in the Constitution, their job is to read and interpret the Constitution, not make policy not make rules. Roe was nothing more than a bunch of rules made up by the court. It was a horrendous legal decision. It forced it forced the same rule across the country, and it did not allow the people. It, it took away the, the voice of the people. 
It took away our power, folks. Nine people, well, what is it? Seven of seven justices, unelected judges decided for us. That's not our country. That's not how our country operates, okay? But there's another big decision that came about, and, and it, from a surprising place, from the New York Supreme Court, the state Supreme Court, they struck down the law allowing non-citizens to vote. Now, <laughs> this is another awesome bit of news. Of course, recently the city of New York passed a law and made it legal for non-citizens to vote in municipal elections. Now, if you can agree with that, disagree, nuts, okay? <laughs> non-citizens voting, I mean, really? Come on. And But they passed it. But even the New York State Supreme Court said, nope, this does not go along with the Constitution. You have to be a citizen to vote. It seems like basic common sense to me. I mean, my gosh, give me a break. But again, it's all political. It's getting, giving stuff away, giveaways, giveaways, giving to get to, to curry votes, right? That's what, it, that's what we find the left does increasingly. It's sad. But to see that turned over, overturned, man, that, that, that just makes me happy. It, it makes me happy that, you know, the, the three branches of government are the checks and balances with our system of government are starting to work. Our freedoms are being protected. And again, I, I, my hope is simply that this is a continuation, the beginning of something, well, the beginning of something incredible. A renaissance of freedom for our country. Because as I've stated in the first couple segments, I want you to imagine for a minute what this country would look like if it was actually a representative republic that followed the Constitution as originally intended by the founders, how it was started, if we went back to that, what kind of opportunities we would have what kind of innovations that would occur because we didn't have the burden of a over-powerful, bureaucratic federal government stifling innovation, pushing policies that are not good for the American people, the vast majority, having their own agenda, not listening to what's what we want and what's good for us. You know, would, while we're imagining, wouldn't it be great if... Our federal government would actually stop doing all the stuff they're doing that's really harming our economy and harming Americans and creating record inflation, creating a horrendous economic disaster, and actually started doing their job what they were supposed to do, like protecting the border, national security, securing the border. Wouldn't that be interesting? Actually dealing with commerce like they're supposed to do, and that is, hey, we need more energy production. That's part of commerce, right? That's to make sure that our country operates effectively, efficiently, and for the good of the citizens. I mean, look, what's the point of a government if it's not going to act in the benefit of its, of its citizens? I mean, really, let's be honest here. What do we need a government for? So the fact we're seeing a movement from the Supreme Court to actually follow the Constitution I hope this catches on. I hope people get excited about this and start demanding that their representatives, their elected representatives, do the same. Start following the Constitution and actually do your job.
and nothing else. We don't need you involved in education. Federal government doesn't need to be in education or health care or any of those kinds of things. It's not in the Constitution. Folks, that's the states. Let the states figure it out. You know what? You'll have some innovative ideas. You might have 50 different ideas, but the, the cream will rise to the top, won't it? Just like anything. Competition creates innovation and excellence. Okay? That's why school choice is so important. Competition creates excellence. If you want to navigate, and I'm going to encourage you to stay tuned in the next segment, but if you want to navigate this economic storm, storm take care of your, you know, your financial future and, and, and thrive through all this, contact me at 866-268-4422 or yourpersonalbank.com. Again, 866-268-4422. For more information on your personal bank, feel free to contact Ference at yourpersonalbank.com. Back to the Your Personal Bank Show with Ference Tooth. Welcome back to Your Personal Bank Show. I just have so many things to share today. I'm running out of time, but I'm going to try to get to as much as I can. And I'm excited. The Supreme Court is giving, is protecting individual freedoms and is and is pushing, pushing control back to the states where it belongs, which means more freedoms. I just can't stress how how important I think that is. And again, I'm hoping for, I'm praying for a renaissance of freedom in this country. And what that means is a federal government that's more restrained and reduced, spends less money, which, by the way, would reduce inflation, right? One of the big causes of our current inflation is the federal government is spending far too much money. There is no reasonable person that can argue otherwise. The second major cause of inflation is our federal government's policies against energy production. No reasonable person can argue that. Higher energy costs, redu reduced uh, production increases costs. Higher energy costs affect just about everything, food, gas, you name it, okay? The thing is, a little more bad news and then some more great news because I'm just too excited today. But when I saw some of these things, like the left is going crazy. They're going nuts about abortion. Abortion isn't outlawed, folks. Come on. Let's be real. The Supreme Court did not do that. All they did, which is the best thing they could do, they actually list read and follow the Constitution, said this is not in our purview. It goes back to the states. And yeah, roughly about half the states will restrict, have some kind of restrictions on abortion. Uh, other states will increase, sadly, in my opinion, it'll increase it. But that's the way our system is set up. Different states will have different rules. That is the way it's supposed to be. We're not supposed to have an overarching federal government controlling everything. That doesn't work. Because whenever you do that, you've got a big chunk of people that aren't happy. And it's been that way. If you, you know, As much as you've got the people who are upset because Roe's overturned, you have others who are upset because abortion was illegal and taxpayer money was being used to pay for it. Okay, let's... Let's be real on both sides. And the, and the studies show about 20% want unfettered uh, abortion up to the point of birth. About 20% want it to be totally outlawed. And like everything else, about 60%, the vast majority of Americans are somewhere in the middle. In other words, they want to have it allow, allowed, but they want restrictions on it, particularly in later stages. That's where the, most, that's where the vast majority of people lie. Each state's going to determine 
where that happens. And that's a good thing. If you don't like it, then change the rule. Move, work to change the rules in your state or move. You got 50 to choose from. That's the beauty of the system. Don't try to force down the throat what you believe down everybody else's throat. That's why they, the protection of the First Amendment of religious freedom was so powerful because this coach who wanted to pray, you know, his rights were being infringed upon because somebody else was trying to shove their their thought of their beliefs down his throat. Okay, We're, we should all be free to do what we want. Okay, as long as it doesn't hurt somebody else, that kind of thing, we should have that freedom. That's how we're designed. Okay, and that'll relieve that pressure cooker. So I can live the way I want to live. You can live the way you want to live, and then we can all have national security and agree on the big stuff. Okay, that's the design of the system. Okay. And, and, and I, I, that's the other part of it. If you don't like the rules the way they are, if you don't agree with something the way it is, then do these throwing these fits and protesting and riots and all this stuff and blow and threatening to blow at the institution like this hacking the Supreme Court or whatever because you didn't get your way. That's so immature. It's, it's so immature. And frankly, for most people, I think most adults, it's just incredibly annoying. It's like a bratty teenager that's not getting their own way or a little kid that's stamping their foot because you don't you won't give them an ice cream before dinner. You just throw in a temper tantrum. Instead of throwing a temper tantrum, why don't you do something productive? And I'm sorry this isn't politically correct, but I'm just, I'm keeping it real, folks. I'm sharing with you how I feel. And I know how I think how most people feel. They're just afraid to say it. Stop throwing a temper tantrum and do something productive and maybe work to convince others through the ballot box and through the system and encourage them to change, encourage others to agree to your, if, you're, if your method of thinking is better, the best ideas will win over time. They will. And if you don't feel like doing that, then leave. Go to a different state. Because here's the beauty of this. We're getting our 50 states back so we can live the way we want to live. I love that. And with the way the way the economy is, and you can work from home a lot of times and a lot of different careers, I agree, not all, it opens up many more opportunities. But I got off track there a little bit because, again, people ask me all the time, why are you talking about all this freedom stuff on a financial show? And again, it comes back to our economic freedoms are affected by all our freedoms, just like any other freedom. And you have an overarching, overbearing government, it affects our economy our, and, and our money. Again, our ability to grow it, invest it, pass it on to others. Here's another one. Biden's abuse of Defense Production Act will drive gas prices even higher. So basically Biden is using the Defense Act, the, the, the Defense Production Act, which is supposed to be used in an emergency for things like, you know, like we had in World War II or we needed to change production from cars to tanks to, to win that war. Okay, it's that kind. That's the idea behind it. No, he's using it instead to get companies to push more green energy at a time when we have energy uh, energy restrictions, uh, all-time gas prices, all-time high gas prices, which is nothing more than a gimmick, and and it's it, it will actually it's, like I said it's in a bizarre abuse of the Defense Production Act, you know. Somebody should take this take this to court. Maybe the courts will turn this over. Because to me, it's just an unconstitutional use. It's an abuse of an executive power. All right? 
And then another, here's another one for you. Um, Biden administration targets largest oil producing area in the U.S. What they're doing is called the Permian Basin. It's in western Texas and, and southeastern New Mexico. And the EPA is now considering labeling parts of the Permian ba uh, Basin as violating the ozone standards set by the federal government. We have the clean, this is a fact, we have the cleanest air probably in the, in the world, some, some of the cleanest air in the world, and some of the cleanest air we've had in the history of our country. And I'm for clean air and clean water, don't get me wrong. But to you, abuse, the EPA is abusing their power to try to discretionary, re redesign portions of these counties under these ozone rules. It's nothing more to intimidate the oil producers and reduce production further because, again, they have an agenda. They want green energy, and the gas price of gas is not high enough for them yet. It's only five bucks a gallon at this point. That's just it's, a, it's an abuse of power. These things affect our economy and our money big time. Okay, here's another one. Ron jo Senator Ron Johnson is demanding answers to a leaked DHS memo about transporting migrants across the U.S. using ta taxpayer dollars. Look, they're not only just allowing them in. Now they're shipping them all around the country on our dime. We're paying for it. Illegal aliens and shipping them to around the country to wherever they I don't know if it's where they want to go or where the government wants them to be to try to impact future elections. Let's be real. And we're paying for it. Is that an abuse of government? I think so. And so that's why we're in a situation now with this soaring inflation. Now we're seeing surveys of where something like two, I'm seeing something like upwards of two thirds of Americans are now living paycheck to paycheck. You know, that's sad. I mean, the majority of Americans living paycheck to paycheck because they're having difficulty paying for things just the basics, food, clothing, housing, the basics, okay? This is sad, and it's because of actions taken by this administration, by this government that's too powerful and has the wrong agenda. This government's power needs to be curtailed. It needs to be reduced. It needs to spend less money. And we, the people, are the only ones ultimately are going to demand that and make that uh, that uh, happen. And folks, we don't despair. We've got some great news, obviously, through the court system. We don't have to convince everybody. We're not gonna. We only have to convince 51%, the majority, right? To get changes to occur that are good for all of us. So I wanna finish on a few thoughts here. Again, as I... The last thing I want to share is some of the stuff with the Roe v. Wade, the, the, the overturning Roe, the hystericalness of it. And I find some of it absolutely disgusting and gross. And this is from a personal standpoint. I've heard people talk about basically invoking Roe and, and connecting with disabled children and things like that. And all I'm saying is, all, what you're saying is you're trying to defend Roe by stating that a disabled kid should be aborted. And folks, I don't know about you, but personally, I find that no, I find that disgusting. It's nothing short of murder, in my opinion. And I say this as a father, as a parent, 
of an autistic daughter. She was diagnosed when she was four and a half with autism, severe autism. Today she's 18. She graduated from high school re recently. We're so incredibly proud of her. We did a lot as a family, particularly my wife. I've got to give her the most credit, taking her to all the appointments and all the different things, the services that she needed to help her navigate this world. And she did an incredible job. We did an incredible job. If you met my daughter today, you would not know that she has autism. She would look at you in the eye. She would talk to you. She's very verbal, sometimes too much. She would hug you. She would interact with you. Yes, she has some quirks. She's a little quirky, but she's a beautiful, loving, amazing person. And as her father, I couldn't imagine life today without her. Yes, have there been challenges. That part, some of these people have said, is true. Families with special needs kids do have challenges. But I want you to understand something. The blessings that we've received far outweigh any challenge that we ever suffered. It's true when you talk about many of these special needs kids. In fact, through our daughter, we've gotten to meet and know many others, her friends and other families with special needs kids. I want you to know something, folks. For the most part, these kids don't have a mean bone in their body. It's like God gave them, what he took away, he gave them an extra dose of love. And in many, and we've talked about this many times. It's not, we would rather many times deal with these kids that have special needs because they're so sweet, they're so special, than regular kids, or what would the society would call regular kids. And I would have never known that without having the experience of raising a daughter like this. And I would not trade it for the world. So, if you're a person that thinks abortion is a good thing because of disabilities or whatever else, I find your attitude gross, offensive, and disgusting. And I don't apologize for that. In other words, I think you need to reconsider your priorities. And I, I am glad that this country is going to get the chance to do that. I'm glad the power has gone back to the people so we can have these discussions that were taken away from us. If you want to contact me on how to navigate this economic hurricane, call me at 866-268-4422 or yourpersonalbank.com. Again, 866-268-4422. And as long as it's on our money, and probably I'll keep saying it even after, in God we trust. For more information on your personal bank, feel free to contact Ference at yourpersonalbank.com. This show is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information. The presenter and guest on this program do not engage in legal, accounting, or tax advice. Professional advice regarding your situation should be sought if required. Products and writers may have limitations and may not be available in all states. Excessive unpaid loans may affect performance. Distributions may become taxable if not managed properly. Replacements may not be suitable for everyone. There may be charges when replacing coverage. Compare when considering a replacement. Dividend rates and bank line of credit rates may change. Contact yourpersonalbank.com for current rates. 
Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.